It's so disturbing watching AJ play with his nipples. <laughs> I can't. I don't know if I can do the show. All right, it's uh, Jobbing Out, episode number 101. Yeah, good luck. What are we giving that one the to? Dalmatians edition. Oh, shit. It works. Son and that'll bitch. actually work for 102 and 103. So Was there a three? There was a three? Yeah. I never knew there was a three. I, I really, I'd forgotten there was a two. Well, that's because you're all both much older than I am. That's so. true. Oh, oh, yeah, we're much <laughs> older than you. He I'm says 26. That, How old are you guys? I'm 33. 30. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you're much older than I am. God, I, I, I sometimes forget how much I hate you. Like, <laughs> like the thing is that I remember how much I hate Aaron, right? So then I forget how much I hate Both you. Both of you were in high school yeah. when I was in elementary school. I'm just going to go and sit my Jesus Gatorade. Christ. <laughs> you old bastard. My life is over. My life is over. I never even thought. See, I, I always knew that I was older and stuff, but I never put it quite into, into that context. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Jesus. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster of the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. See, I'm all twisted now. Like, you really fucked with me. Uh, of the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. And, of course... The main event. Vent. Vent. AJ Francis, the Washington Redskins, who is back in studio for the next couple of weeks yep. instead of uh, being at the Jewish Community Center. Correct. Um, uh, you are working stiff yes, this week. You're down at uh, CSN, right? Yeah, I'm working with uh, Comcast Sportsnet through the NFLPA inter- externship program. Um, for two weeks, I'll be at Comcast Sportsnet doing behind-the-scenes stuff as well as doing on-air stuff. Cool. Um, I'm going to be helping. Do you know in- like when people can tune in and see you? Uh, I know that I'll be on air Tuesday next week. Okay. I might be on air sometime this week. I don't know yet. Okay, very cool. Um, I am going to be on Sports Talk Live, I believe, on Tuesday nice. next week, which nice. is, starts at 10 p.m. on uh, Tuesday. Um, and I- I'm excited because I'm actually going to get to work in the production truck for like some of the games, including like, oh holy shit, like Warriors Wizards. Oh wow, yeah, that's cool, man. Like, um, Caps Oilers. Okay. Um, Warriors. I I'm saw sorry, you at the Wizards. game. I saw you at the game the other night. Yeah, we went to the Wizards uh, Oklahoma City game, which I was disappointed because Wizards are my team, but Russell Westbrook's my favorite player, so I wanted to see a good game. I wanted to see Russell. You did go not for get that. Got a good game. You did not get that. I wanted to see him go for like fifty, ten, right, and, 10, and then have the Wizards or the Wizards the win Wizards, anyway. Wizards win. Yeah, but well, you got one of those two. Yeah, things. I got one of the two. <laughs> and I just wanted to. This isn't a re- basketball podcast, but I anyone who doesn't really like, I'm a basketball. Fanatic. I love basketball. It was my first love. Yeah, being a football player is really a failure for you because you wanted to be a basketball player. I wanted to be in the NBA. The fact that as of today, February 15th, Russell Westbrook currently averages 30 points, 10 assists, 10 rebounds is something that we should acknowledge every day of our life. It's nuts. It's because it's bonkers. It's amazing. Yeah, it's totally bonkers. You know, there's no argument with that. You know what's the crazy thing in Vegas? I don't think he's even the uh, favorite for the MVP right now. That's the crazy part. Harden is the favorite. He's He's going to. Average a triple double for an entire season and not win MVP. Yeah, that's yep. probably correct. <laughs> that's probably correct. All right, so we got a lot to do. We are going to talk about wrestling. We got a lot to do this week uh, on episode 101. I am uh, very excited because as soon as he came out on Monday night, I said, Well, we're going to need to get Gilbert on the show this week. And I looked at my phone. I said, I've had Gilbert on. You know what I mean? Like, it's, he's a Baltimore guy. And I looked down and I'm like, Oh, Jesus Christ, I don't have Gilbert's number in my phone. What the hell do I do? So I managed to track him down, and yes, uh, Dwayne Gill, the great Gilbert, former light heavyweight champion of the world. The longest reigning That's WWF longest light heavyweight champion ever. Light heavyweight champion ever. It's, it, Although I don't think, also, you, I don't think also, you want a match. That's also kind of like how Kevin Owens is the longest reigning universal champion. Well, no, there were a lot no, of light there, heavyweight there champions. There were plenty. There were pl- but, no, but, but, he, the, but the, he also never won a match. Well, the goofy bit, yes, he didn't defend <laughs> yeah. that much. Right, yeah. I agree with that, but... 
He was the longest reigning uh, light heavyweight champion. And he's and he's a great guy. Oh, he's dude. I'm, I'm very excited to have uh, Dwayne on the show. He's just a local dude. He's just a dude that hangs out. He's like a carpenter in uh, Anne Arundel County. Like that's what he does for a living. And uh, was back on the show on Monday night. For a, you know, Jesus was a carpenter. I've heard that. Dwayne Gill might, that. in fact, be. Jesus? Jesus Christ reincarnated. Wow! I mean, we had God in wrestling. That's true. We could... And he's 0-1, and, and if he's Jesus, <laughs> Gilbert is 0-whatever. It works and, out. And if we're being honest, if you read the Bible, Jesus was 0-a-lot. Well, like, that's a true, lot too. Of bad that, shit that's a good A lot point. of bad so, shit happened. Not a lot God. of wins for the old Jesus. <laughs> so if we're looking for religious allegory, clearly the jobbers are the religious figures <laughs> in wrestling. Yeah, man. Makes sense. Um, all right, Dwayne Gill's joining the show later on. I'm excited for that. And he's not our only guest this week. No. Uh, we have uh, Evolve's Keith Lee. Keith Lee, he's a big up. If you don't know the name, he's a big up and comer, made a lot of waves because he was offered a contract to Ring of Honor. He turned it down to go to Evolve, kind of the, the latest crop of him. That's a trend. People jumping shit for Ring of Honor, so we'll talk about him. Also, had the distinction of having the second to last match with Chris Hero. It was hand picked for that. Oh, how about that? And got, got the label of. This is a guy who could carry the indies for the future. So we'll talk about that. Very cool. So a lot to do on this week's show and a lot happening in the uh, WWE. So let's get into it. We'll start with SmackDown this week uh, because there was a pay-per-view. And the first thing that we need to do is address how our picks went for said pay-per-view. Well, the picks, I don't know if you realize this at the time, but the picks just went in pairs. It was AJ and Brent made the same picks and me and you. AJ they- and, and Gary. Did I say yes? yes. And Gary. I don't know. Brent. Brent. Who? I don't Brent. Who Brent. Brent. Who is this? Who, who's this guy? Doesn't ring a bell. Does he? Does play, I think he plays cornerback for the NFL. In the well, what was the, the NFL? NFL? Uh, it's the National Football League. It's professional football league. What are they? <laughs> I think so he plays it, for the Tampa like Bay Buccaneers. But okay, but like so, like a community type of thing. Like is it, yeah, I mean, like a they are in the Tampa community. <laughs> No, it was Gary Barnage. Gary Barnage, yes. Gary Barnage and AJ. He's the second uh, other f- football player he, we've had as a guest picker. Anyways, the point is we all had the same because me and you got uh, the the faces correct in the handicap match. Right. They got uh, Becky over Mickey. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, so it's all the same. So are we, we all, all winners lose. or are we all losers? Uh, I think we're all, all winners. Oh, uh, okay. That works. All right. I didn't – you know what's true? But This is the weird thing about Gary. When he was on with us, I didn't think he was having a lot of fun. But, like, afterwards, he was going on about how much he enjoyed being on the show. So I was like, huh, that's weird. Because, like, when he was on with us, I got the sense that he was like, yeah, I don't know about these guys. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. But, like, afterwards, he was very cool about it on Twitter and everything. He was very polite, like, very appreciative of it. So I don't... I don't know if we want to just make everybody – let's just make everybody a winner this week. Yes. We'll, we'll, we'll deal with it again for WrestleMania. All right. So a um, bunch of stuff happened, as we all expected. We do have a new WWE heavyweight champion, and his name is Bray Wyatt. About goddamn time. Yeah. I, I wish it wasn't so predictable. Like, I wish it had happened in a more sh- – like, this was I not- mean, honestly, the way they did the match didn't make it predictable. Like – the fact that he eliminated John Cena first. Well, that was not and unexpected, it was, right. And it left him and AJ Styles. Realistically, we were sitting there, me and Aaron were talking about it while it was going on. We assumed Bray was going to win, but AJ Styles, Randy Orton for the WWE title I'm not saying that we is have, a WrestleMania match. I'm not saying it would have been bad. No, no, I'm just saying. So, like, yeah, right. you didn't, like, during the match, like, you could foresee Bray not winning that. Mm, I never got that sense. I never had the feeling that anybody was winning the match besides Bray. And I, I said that admitting, like, it's still John Cena that we're talking about, right? right? Like, um, and so I think it would have been a cooler moment if it had happened at some point when we truly did not expect it, when it was truly like, holy I shit. I think it was an awesome moment. I think you're picking 
If well, I'm picking, allowed to. I'm a professional yeah. wrestling fan. No, That's I, the way that I it works. you're being a pain in the ass right now. <laughs> well, you know what? I, Aaron's the worst, okay? That is true. Aaron's he's he's trying to take my title from me. <laughs> um, Which he's like, I got to do something now to make myself the, the worst. The pop of the crowd, she, my pop. I literally jumped off Aaron's couch when yeah, Bray got the three count. I literally jumped off really? the couch. Yeah. I was so excited that Bray won the world title. I mean, it's cool. Look, it's Bray Wyatt, right? Like, nobody's, nobody thinks it's a bad thing that Bray Wyatt's the champion. Um, it leads to a, this sort of awkward thing that's come out of it, which is now Randy Orton says he's not going to wrestle Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania, so we're going to have a battle royal next week. And it seems like the most likely scenario would be that they're going to try to put Luke Harper into the main event, and that's the way of getting Randy back in, is that Randy yeah, says, well, if Luke, Luke Harper is going to be involved. Or Bray's going to order him to, you know, he's going right. to say, look, this isn't a one-on-one between me and, you know, you'll see, you'll probably see a little bit, not over fear, but just kind of some concern, the way that Luke Harper's been beating up Bray. So he'll say, you know what, okay, fine, I'm bringing Randy into this. And then the question is from there, what what's the storyline? Do they do... You know, do they have Randy full turn? Do they have it be a question going in? How how exactly is that going to work once we get into I, WrestleMania? I think the best way to handle it is to have have it being, well, you don't really know what Randy's going to do. Have him show little leaks here and there about, about to turn back right. face, blah, blah, blah. And Grabbing I think, the title, looking at the yes, title. Yes, exactly. But then I think the best way to do it is at Mania. If it is the triple threat match between those three, you have a situation where it would solidify the mind games of Bray Wyatt. It would make it so that you could still extend the Randy Orton Bray Wyatt feud so that they could actually have a one on one match eventually. The, I think a really good way to do it would be to have Randy Orton hit an RKO on Luke Harper, look like he's going to go for the pin and see Bray in his eyesight back away and let Bray cover the pin. Luke Harper. That'd be interesting. Look, I'll give you credit for one thing. You did say it from the get go that you thought this was going to be a long thing yes. with uh, Randy Orton and the Wyatt family. And we, and I said, I had no problem with that. I was just apprehensive about it, but it does look like it's, a, it's going to be a much longer burn on this. And I think that's a good thing. I think that it would not, if they had just on Monday night had Randy Orton turn on Bray Wyatt, I don't think they would have gotten the heat on that. I think, you know, the ultimate one was Daniel Bryan, despite the fact that Daniel Bryan was only with the Wyatt family for two weeks, but that had everything to do with Daniel Bryan and very right. little to do with the Wyatt family. Correct. Um, I don't think they would have gotten the re- the return on investment that they would have wanted from a moment if they had had Randy Orton turn on Bray Wyatt on Monday night. I think it would have been largely indifferent at that point. Like, okay, yeah, we sort of always right. saw this coming, so cool, we like Randy Orton, but I don't think it would have been the, the big moment that they would have wanted, and I think this is better. I think dragging it out a little bit longer... Um, is a little bit I, better. I, and I think including Luke Harper, you know, I, I said it last week that I, I thought it would be a great idea. And I just a lot didn't of people know how they would do it. Right. And, and this that, is a great way to do it's it. It's a great way to do it. And a lot of people are complaining just because they feel that, you know, Luke Harper isn't there yet. He doesn't necessarily deserve, you know, not deserve, but he doesn't feel like a guy who should he be in a WrestleMania. It, it, but Luke Harper shouldn't the, be in an AJ Styles John Cena feud at WrestleMania. It's, it's about a, the storyline. Correct. It's not about the title. The title is almost, it's not secondary because it's about the title, but it's all about the story. And the story is better with him involved. Oh, I, I don't disagree with that, especially the way that they've gone with it, where Luke Harper's become sort of the anti-hero, yeah. where he's become the, the quasi-face in the process. And everybody, I think everybody likes Luke Harper. I think there's always been a lot to like about And if Luke we're Harper. being honest, I mean, if Bray wasn't the champion, based on their histories, Luke Harper would have more say to be in a title match at WrestleMania than Bray Wyatt would. Luke Harper's an intercontinental champion and a tag team champion. It's true. Yeah. Bray yeah. Wyatt's winning, winning the title. Bray Wyatt's never won anything. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know that he's ever won a match. <laughs> you know, like, he's never done shit. 
uh, before he became the, the right. heavyweight champion. So, yeah, look, I think it's a lot of good. But this goes back to the bigger picture, which is that SmackDown's a lot of good. Yes. Like, that every week, SmackDown is so good. Uh, I got a text from our buddy Brandon from Ramshead this morning. He had just watched the triple threat. He's like, dude, holy shit. Like, how good was that? I'm like... Yeah, it was great because it's SmackDown, and SmackDown's great. And so is AJ Styles, and so is John Cena. Well, nobody's ever argued about John Cena the performer, <laughs> Dick. I will make an argument that, once again, opening up the show, <laughs> here's John Cena coming out the John Cena things up and try to say, well, oh, your, you, you, your title isn't even legitimate because you, you didn't beat John. Well, I, I, you're not John Cena. Like, that's yeah. all. Like, the character is so bad. That like he comes, he loses. It was obnoxious, and he's got to come out and try to disqualify the guy that pinned him, <laughs> pinned him cleanly, and then became champion. And he's trying to like suggest there's less legitimacy to it because the character sucks. The, that's all they know how to do. They don't know how to do anything else. There's no argument. John Cena lost very clearly. Like he couldn't even say, "Well, somebody else he pinned lost, me." It, the argument is he lost in the elimination chamber. But he and lost. He started and he started the match before Bray. That's but he was pinned by Bray. I'm aware. I'm right. just saying that is and the if, argument. If maybe he had gone down that road, it it still wouldn't be great. But at least would have more. He had nothing. He came out to cut a promo and he had nothing to debate. Yeah, well, you think you're the champion, but you're you, not. You really. earn it. You don't deserve it. Like he, I don't even know what that means. He really. beat five <laughs> other dudes. Like what else could he do to earn the title? He beat you, John Cena. He beat him. He didn't like. Like what? The, it was so bad, dude. And like yeah. I get it. Like if you. If you bitch about John Cena, then you get thrown in a certain category by guys like AJ, right? Like, oh, you're just bitching about John Cena for the sake of it. How can you watch that on Tuesday night and think anything other than that sucked? That was a terrible promo. That is awful. It is a horrendous way to go with that character, to just continuously come out and try to delegitimize anything that isn't him. Like, that's there's nothing good about that. But... At the same time, that's every first ballot that's Hall of what Famer. Heels do no, but that's ev- Rock did the same thing. Rock did the same thing when he came back. If Hogan came back tomorrow, he would do the same thing. Goldberg did the same exact thing to Kevin Owens. That's what people who are guaranteed to be in the Hall of Fame do. They're do they do it the night after they lost to the guy, or do they do what the Rock did and hold up John Cena's hand after he lost to him. No, when, when you lose... Do you think John Cena's never put anyone else over? No, I know that John Cena's put plenty of people over, but to have the guy lose and then come out the next night on television it's, it's the, I, and try to delegitimize when, it... And, and it wasn't the next night, but... Oh, for oh, fuck's sake, you, you are such a piece of shit. Well, especially when this, when this comes two weeks after the... <laughs> you, weren't, you weren't a man until I beat you. Right? That's what the... What the hell, man? Like, I don't, I get it. Like, the, I understand why people think that, that beating up John Cena is so old. I get it. But you can't watch that and think anything else than this sucks. This is stupid. This is a poor use of John Cena. And I'll be the one to say it. John Cena is way too good to be doing that. He is way too good as a performer to be left with just coming out and slaying the same shit. Oh, yeah. I also, I said this at Aaron's house when we were watching the pay-per-view. Um, I want to take this time to personally f- um, offer a fight to Dave Meltzer. I want to whoop his ass. Why would Dave Meltzer? Because he had the audacity to watch that John Cena, AJ Styles, Royal Rumble match and give it anything other than five stars. Oh, really? He gave it a 4.75. Oh, 4.75. Wanking motion. I'm like, dude, seriously. <laughs> I, I, I'm offering dick. Dave Meltzer. You want your WrestleMania whatever moment? Whatever you want. <laughs> I want you to catch the fade <laughs> because you pissed me off. I was really far hoping he was going to say, "Catch what, me outside." What 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 are the five star matches that he's put on that he has? I know what? Austin Bret Hart at 
Oh, Mania for, for WWE, what are the no, five-star matches? No, just total. I mean, he the last one he had was the Omega was the Omega uh, the, the Okada match. Okay, that, right. that was the last one. Uh, as far as WWE, he doesn't give out very many five-stars. And that's the thing, and that's why he didn't, is because he tries, he basically... To be a dick. Well, yes, but also he tries to give to as be few five-stars as possible. He tries to be an asshole. But was a really good I would match. love to know, I would love to I mean, know what I, in pro- that match made them lose point two five. I would love to know. I would love to know from the, just, look, the he's, honorable he's Dave Meltzer's mind, what in guess, that it, match it, made it so that they, he lost point two five. I don't know how we got let's into this. Let's get Dave on the show next week. Well, we'll get, I do, I do, I do have a question. What do you think that the SummerSlam match also deserved five stars? Just curious. There was a, at least a there was at least like a botch and a half in that match. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's There was literally there was not a single botch in the entire match. It was really good. It, it was, was a very really good match. Good. Like really like good. the thing is like if you when people do there's a that's what's crazy to me is there's a botch in the the Austin well, Bret Hart But that's the thing like match. botches don't necessarily mean that it's not a Okay, great so match. if it's a ma- if it's a fantastic match yes. that everyone loved that the entire arena could not get enough of. Everyone watching said this was spectacular. John Bradshaw Layfield said himself, this is one of the greatest matches he's ever seen, and he's been in the business well, 20 years. He's, he's, he's said that for about yeah. every great match, to be it, fair. No, but, but nobody's arguing that it was, it was a, a really great, good match. It was a I, really, I personally have no problem really good match. holding off on the five stars. But Aaron, you're also the worst. I you am the, the worst. worst. Exactly. You are Dave Meltzer. <laughs> you're our, you're our version of Dave Meltzer. Hey, I'll take that. Aaron Meltzer. <laughs> I will um, take that. Uh, yeah. So look, th- 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 I gotta speak my piece. I've spoken my piece about yes. John Cena. It sucked. Um, like Dave Meltzer's ratings. But the triple threat at the end of the night was wonderful. Spectacular. Of course it was because, wonderful. Yes. Because why wouldn't those three guys on SmackDown where you're given the opportunity to wrestle and, and, and do great things. And with Mara Ranallo making Stranger Things references in yeah. the middle of the match. <laughs> uh, now become, now comes my question. How much is it going to suck? When John Cena is the one that's defending Daniel Bryan's honor at WrestleMania. Well, there, there's all sorts of things that, that suck coming out of that match. It's that's what what's going to the next five weeks. We're going to have this shoved down our, and it's not going to work. It's not going to get over with. The Especially crowd. because it's also going to be a mixed tag in the process. Correct. It's also going to be a mixed tag. Correct. It's how how sick is it going to be that they're going to attempt to use like there's. Why do you think it's not going to work? I think it's going to work great. The reason why is there's three segments of the real wrestling crowd. There's grown men smarks. Uh, that's a lot of them. They buy the most tickets. I know. There's children. Yes. And then there's women. Right. Okay. Okay. All of the women and all of the children are going to cheer for Be- Nikki Bella and John Cena. Yes. Yes. All everyone else is going to cheer for the Miz, which is fine. But that means everyone's going to have an opinion in the match, just like AJ Styles, John Cena, and, and, and the crowd's going to be and that rampant. and that alone. That alone, with no Daniel Bryan involvement, yes. is fine. That's the, when you have Daniel Bryan, and then you have to basically you're making that other section of the the, the adult smarts. You're saying, well, if you cheer for Miz, you're cheering against right. Daniel Bryan. Right. That poses an awkward situation. Why? It's, well, no, it's the notion, why? but well, it's, it's the arrogance of it. It's why? the arrogance of WWE that always does this. That thinks that we can say. What we're going to do, I know how we can get people to stop booing John Cena. We'll make him Daniel Bryan's best friend. I mean, they I'm not worried Daniel about that Bryan. because if you still jo- boo John Cena after everything he's done over the past year, you're just a piece of shit. No, but they're going to. That's the way that it goes. Uh, I'm, they're I'm going aware. to. And what ends up happening is now your untouchable face that's the GM of your company is going to be booed. No, it's not going to be overwhelming. No, he won't. And it, when he's standing next to John Cena, he will be. No, he won't. Yes, he, Just he, like The Rock gonna, didn't get booed? 
They're going to boo him. That was one time. Name another time. I, but I'm but saying. he's standing next he's to John Cena. He, John Cena didn't even get booed at the Royal Rumble. After the match, he won. After the match. Correct. Okay. Going After into the match, it. Going into the match, he sure as shit did. Dude, they boo John Cena. It's what they do. You think do. Daniel Bryan's not going to get his own entrance at WrestleMania? If Daniel Bryan comes out by himself, you're right. They'll cheer him. If Daniel Bryan is going to get his own interest at WrestleMania. Mm. You think Nikki Bella's not going to get her own interest? No, I think they're going to try to have so him So you think together. everyone... Okay, that's wrong. I, I mean, you're telling me it's wrong. You don't know that. No, it's your man, opinion. I would love to place a wager right now. You think Nikki Bella and Daniel Bryan going ringside with John Cena at yes, WrestleMania are, are going to walk gonna... out together. Correct. Okay, you're wrong, and I'd love to bet you. <laughs> I keep doing this. I would love to bet you. Wrong. Are going to give Maurice a separate entrance from no. Miz? So they're going to have the two of them come out together, and they're going to give separate entrance Because they always come out together. Because but they you're going to do together. them together, and you're going to do three different entrances for, for the three of them. Yes, because it's WrestleMania. If you want to say that you think uh, – here's what I'll give you. If you want to say that I'll do something where then they have the person stand at the top of the ring, right? Like, I'll hit the music, let them stand at the top yeah, of the ring, and then wait for happen. the next one. I'll give you that. That's but you're exactly still going to have the three of them walk down to the ring together. No, that, but they're all going to have their own music played to come out, which means – What's going to happen is you're going to hear Nikki Bella's music played. She's going to get cheered. Right. You're going to hear Daniel Bryan's music played. He's going to get cheered. And then all the idiots in the arena are going to boo when John well, Cena. And then Cena's, but here's the thing. Then Cena's music is the one that's playing as they're walking down right. together okay. to the ring. And they're not going to be booing. They're going to be cheering John Cena sucks. Well, they're going to do a lot of that. It's going to be a combination <laughs> of the but two things. But as Aaron's pointed out, that's not even a John Cena sucks anymore. It's like Kurt Angle. Yes, it's just the way. Suck. It's just yes. what you do when he comes exactly. Out. So that's still, not booze. Well, I heard. Did you listen on Monday or on Tuesday night? There were plenty of booze. It wasn't just John Cena sucks. There were plenty of booze. There was a lot. And which was weird because I didn't think that. Where were they on Tuesday? They were in Anaheim. It was somewhere in California. It was Anaheim, which is a weird. Like you don't think of that as a smarky crowd, right? Like, the, the, the Los Angeles area yeah, is starting. There's, to there's get, more of an international yeah. flavor there. I get that, and so that's part of the problem. I, I just, it's, it's gonna suck. It's, it's a terrible idea to try to tie John Cena to Daniel Bryan. It's I just got a text. This is not, has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Okay, right well, why not? But I just got a text from, from J- uh, John at Jimmy Seafood. Yeah. And he says, the bad news, Jericho broke up. The good news, me and Roman are still best friends. He, he sent, God, he sent me a message last week. Now I gotta remember what it was. We had a back and forth on Monday night on Twitter too. Cause I, somebody posted a picture of their, uh, Reese's cheesecake, which if you have never had, I stop your life. Go to Jimmy Seafood right now and have the Reese's cheesecake. And I said something like, uh, I have naughty dreams about that. And I don't remember, oh, god damn it. It ended up me with me being, I, I played off of when he took the sign to Raw and said, if Roman talks, we riot. Yeah. I said, if Roman, hashtag if Roman talks, we, Respect the fact that we get to see a great performer. This <laughs> 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 is what we're doing now. Jimmy's. That's a really good text, though. Um, yeah, I hate that, but whatever. There's a new women's champion. Yes. Um, and nobody's got beef with that. Nope. Uh, nope. Naomi. And she did. It did not look great for her on Tuesday, though. No, it didn't look great for her. But Alexa it, Bliss kind of like showed why she was the, the women's champion for as long as she was. And she kind of, uh, if I'm being honest, outclassed Naomi in their home. I don't, disagree. I don't yeah. disagree with that at all. I think Alexa Bliss is clearly – I think this smells like we've gotten to a point with Naomi where she deserves to have been the women's champion at some point. We never got it to her. We should probably we do it We need a short now. term, and this is a good point for a short term Because run. truthfully, they have so many, so many top female yeah. performers right now 
that it's going to be hard for Naomi to get into the title picture again. And I mean, like, you're talking about Alexa. And, 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 and it's a good way. If you're doing a multiple-person match, like uh, AJ had suggested a ladder match with all these yeah, people. I just think to, that to, the, the, I think that the ladder match is going to be the, the SmackDown women's title match. It just felt like they were trying to set up Alexa and Naomi on, on Tuesday night. It felt like Then they what were are you doing with Becky and Nick, Mickey? Well, it's a fair question. I mean, you can, you can, they're going to have 13 matches on this card. I understand, I mean, but they, are you going to just do Becky and Mickey again? Aaron's going to bitch about how long you, I mean, right now you can because they're one and one. In fact, it would make a lot of sense to do Becky and Mickey again because they both have a win. Like, you need a rubber match. Right. I, well, then, then you have to, as far, you have to hold off the, have them keep feuding, well, hold I off agree, the rubber match. Are you going to, are you going to burn this feud on a SmackDown? I, if, if, well, you don't have to burn it if you're inserting them into a, you know, a ladder match, a multi-person you say match. So you can have the, the one-on-one match after that? Yeah, or before. You, you can do it another I just, way. I mean, they're having, a, they're having a one-on-one match with Naomi and Alexa on. Okay, how many matches do we have right now? How many matches do you think they're going to be at WrestleMania and how many matches? Well, do you I, if, right you, if you're counting five matches on the pre-show, right. about eight. You're, you're talking 12, 13 matches. I think it's going to be 13 matches. Like, 13 yeah. is the number that comes to mind because they're starting at 5 o'clock, right? right? So I think it's going to be about 13 matches. What do we... What do we know? Even if we don't know all the definitions, what do we know? Okay, we, we know uh, Roman we know, Taker. Right. We know Roman Taker. We know Goldberg Lesnar. We know Owens Jericho. Hang on, slow down. Goldberg Lesnar, Owens Jericho. We think we know Shaq Big Show. Though the fact that they're presumably having Big Show jobs to Strowman group. next week is a... Well, but they could have Shaq be involved with that, too. I, mean, I, don't, think I don't think that those two are... I don't I, think it's it's it a matters. little bit weird. I, I felt that the reason they were holding out Big Show, you know, kind of the way and they I were I don't holding. think he's going to job. I mean, what Mark Henry did wasn't job to no, I think it'll be mad. Mark Stroman. I, I, I thought they would want Big Show to look as not necessarily like a huge star, but they wouldn't want him to ha- take, you know, multiple losses right before Mania. That's just, that was the only reason I'm surprised. But we assume that match is happening. Right, yeah, it's always been. Um, we, I we mean, have... he's going to lose at Mania to Shaq, so right. why why does it matter if he's going to look good that's before point. Right? Losing because WWE usually doesn't do that. <laughs> that that's the only reason. I... So there's going to be a Raw women's title. Raw women's title. So... Something with the, the there'll be a, a, a tag, tag title. Tag title, yep. Is there anything else that we're missing from? From Raw? No, but we know there'll be a. Um, we think there's battle. gonna be a cruiserweight. The, there's the battle royal. There's the cruiserweight, cruiserweight. We think. Hang on, no, that's a good point. Cruiserweight title, battle royal. So right now that's eight. Okay, so we and have the, the, the WWE the title. title. We have. We, we have didn't Bray. Yeah, Bray Wyatt. Whatever. Yeah. Then we have Cena Miz. Cena Miz. We have, I guess, uh, Shane AJ. They're they're <sighs> keep laying the groundwork for that. I don't know why everybody has a problem with that. Because I want something better for AJ. Yeah. That's fine. I get it. I get it. It's I'm, a big match for AJ. It's I know. A big, it's yes. a moment, and I'm not... We already had this conversation yeah. last week. We're not doing it again. Then presumably you have well, SmackDown. <laughs> I don't know if we have the SmackDown. We'll see about don't the SmackDown. Don't do that. They're not going to do something with it. I mean, they'll do something. They're not going to have this, anybody involved in the SmackDown tag division related to WrestleMania. Well, they'll have them all in the Andre the Giant. That's, they're not going to all be in the Andre the Giant. Yeah, I think they'll do something related to titles. Now, look, at that point, Intercontinental, that's 13 and, right there. And we're talking that's, about Intercontinental no, title. That's 12. That's 12. We're talking, you yeah, I haven't even mentioned the Intercontinental title. Or the Ambrose, U.S. Corbin, yeah. Corbin Ambrose, yeah. yeah Corbin. Well, I, think, I personally think that the U.S. title and the Universal title are going to be in the same match. They're, dude, they're setting up Dean, Baron Corbin and Dean Ambrose right no, now. No, yeah. No, no, he said U.S. U- and US Universal. Oh, you, oh, sorry. But you said you'll have them both in the same match. Yeah, U.S. and Universal. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I had said you also might have oh. a U.S. title, and he said no. He thinks it's going to be Owens Jericho for the title. title oh, title. right. Well, I, I actually have come back around on that. I've come back around on that. It doesn't make 
It makes so little sense to it the other way, and it makes way more sense in the storytelling day. I mean, I, I, I again, not, not it's, just, it's not always just been the, that I hope you're right. Not but. just for the sake of having that be the championship match. It makes way more sense in the, in the, the Jericho Owens breakup to have Jericho really pissed off for the purpose of trying to win the title. Right. Now. Like it just, it just, the whole thing makes more, I, makes I, more I, sense. I agree with you 100%. But either way, we've already got if even yes. if they even if they drop them out, belt, right. we already have two matches. But at that point, we already have thirteen, and that's yep. only with one women's that's only one women's title or one women's match involved. So, yep. and we also forgot Triple H, Seth. Oh yeah, Triple oh, H, Jesus Seth. Christ, and Samoa Joe. They're, they're just going to do six hours of pre-show, four and a half hours of regular show. All right, the point is we only have room for one women's match. So you're <laughs> right, just put them all in a ladder match. <laughs> that's what we're doing. That's how we're handling that. Yep. All right, uh, fair enough. Anything else from SmackDown that we have to cover? Uh, other than, uh, you know, I brought up AJ Shane, and it, you know, th- this is this is AJ's gripe here because he was promised a one-on-one title he was match, and a one-on-one title match, and, and, and he's not getting it, it. Right? He has not gotten it whatsoever. Ugh. That's probably the first time that's ever happened in wrestling, huh? Nope, <laughs> never happened before. Never happened before. All right, when we come back in, we're going to talk about uh, what happened on Raw this week. we got a, an, another new champion over there, and I think it's a terrible decision, so we'll discuss that. Um, and oh, Trust me, love what? her. Hate the decision. And Gilbert will join us. We're going to set it up, and then we're going to talk to him. Gilbert. Dwayne Gilbert. Gilbert. Yeah, I'm Glenn, and he's Aaron, and he's the main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. Lacrosse season is getting underway. For the best coverage of all the area's high school lacrosse teams, sign up for Pressbox's High School Lacrosse Newsletter, presented by PNC. The newsletter previews the big high school matchups, plus college recruiting updates, top ten polls, and tracks how former high school stars are doing now with their college teams. To sign up, visit PressBoxOnline.com slash blacks underscore weekly. And for the best coverage of high school and college across in Maryland, stick with PressBoxOnline.com. Pitchers and catchers are heading down to Sarasota, but Section 336 is already in full swing. Section 336 is a Baltimore sports podcast made by fans for fans. Subscribe on iTunes and get ready for baseball season as Josh, Matt, and Bert from Section 336 start their fifth season of Orioles baseball. Find them at Section336.com. And follow them on Twitter at Section336Show. The new edition of Press Box is available now. It's our spring training preview edition as David Ginsburg's cover story looks at pivotal young Orioles pitchers Kevin Gosman and Dylan Bundy. Plus, Rich Dubroff breaks down the projected 25-man roster and some key position battles for the Birds. Press Box is available for free at over 500 locations in the area, including 60 Royal Farm stores. You can also read the entire edition and see the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. Our children's futures start at a very young age, and Catholic schools prepare them for that future. Academic excellence with the belief that all students will succeed. A balanced curriculum integrating music and arts, foreign language and Catholic faith, while challenging students in the areas of science, math, and technology. Discover the Catholic school's difference. Please visit archbalt.org slash schools that's A-R-C-H-B-A-L-T dot org slash schools for more information. An old, and I do mean old, familiar voice is back. Stan the Fan with the bat around every Saturday along with Adam Gladstone will look to entertain, inform, and educate our listeners 
right here on PressBoxOnline.com. Click on the Listen Live button to hear the bat around every Saturday, 10 to 12. Stan the Fan and Adam Gladstone, Real Baseball Talk is back. Go to PressBoxOnline.com slash Fan to hear the bat around every Saturday from 10 to 12. Back in here on Jobbing Out, segment number two, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster of the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and of course, the main event, AJ Francis of the Washington Redskins, and yes, we have a new Raw Women's Champion. Um, let me start with that before we talk about the big thing, obviously, from this week. Let me start with that, because I stand by it. Terrible decision. Terrible decision. Extrapolate, please. Are you familiar with Bailey? Correct. What is Bailey? A girl. What, give me a little more. What other words would you describe, use to describe Bailey? Side ponytail. Side ponytail, sure. That's a good one. Maybe ultimate more like character. underdog? Oh, ultimate underdog. Ding, 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 ding. That's the one that I was looking for. Okay. Thank you, Aaron. <laughs> ultimate, ultimate underdog. Mm-hmm. If you show up somewhere, and in less than a year, how many months has it been? Six. Six? In Not six even. months, you become the ultimate champion. Are you really an ultimate underdog? Yeah. How? Because now she's going to have to defend her title at WrestleMania. And but how does it make her an underdog? If you let me finish for once in your goddamn I'm life. I'm never going to do that. <laughs> If you show up to WrestleMania in a tr- in a fatal four-way match, that includes Charlotte, who has the longest reigning undefeated pay-per-view title match streak in the history of the business, uh, Sasha Banks, who's a three-times women's champion and has been a figure in the women's division at a higher level much longer than Bayley, and then Nia Jax, who's built like me, all in the same match against Bailey trying to defend her championship. She's the underdog to retain her title in that match. Point blank period. Is she not more ultimate if she's already not the champion? She she, she might be, yeah. She's the ultimate underdog. <laughs> she's not an underdog. She's the ultimate underdog. The ultimate underdog so doesn't it- beat Charlotte for the title in six months. You can't be the ultimate underdog if you've cleanly pinned the... Immaculate. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't clean. Okay, fine. That's, that's and, and and I think uh, that might be a bigger issue than the Bailey's character should not accept a an unclean win. Now that is interesting. I disagree because the whole thing with Dana Brooke beforehand made it so that it was just evening the odds. I, I, but though Dana Brooke did not ever hit Bailey while Sasha Banks took the crutch to Charlotte. Okay, yeah. and if you want to nitpick, you can do that. But it, no, no, the, I'm not. The nitpicking. fact of the matter I'm is, Dana nitpicking. Brooke came out, involved herself I, in the match. I, I understand. Right. I understand. Times, but, but Sasha came out how, it once. How would Bailey's character, the way that she's presented so far? What obviously at the time she didn't realize that she's celebrating. You know, we go next week. She says the replay. How would that character respond to that? The fact that she Say that won- my best friend Sasha Banks came down to help me out when she knew I needed help. But Bailey's never she's been the one, the you know, the ultimate sportsman, the ultimate, you know, she's not necessarily gentleman Jack Gallagher, but she No one is. No one is. It's no, fine. It, it's it fine. Just it, goes it went to sleep. sleep. Yeah. Um 
I, I think that there is a question on how does Bailey's character react to that. It's interesting. She says, my best friend held me when I needed help. I, 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 look, that's, I'm not saying that that's it, well, simple. you might end up being be right about that, but it is at least intriguing for me. I think that's an interesting thing that they'll address next week because I... I mean, I, I'm not convinced Stephanie doesn't overturn the decision next week because we already have her involved with Sasha and Bailey and all them, so... That could be a way to I do it, too. great. I think that would be outstanding. And, and that would be the way to let Bailey win it at Mania as opposed to... Which, which, if you're the ultimate underdog, that would be the far bigger moment now. For whatever reason, they are... They are hell-bent on Charlotte in this pay-per-view streak, and I just don't get it. Like, I don't, I don't understand what's the end game here. Like, I just... Me I, neither. I, I, does anybody care? Like, does anybody think... Wait, if she's dropping the title just, six times in between the pay-per-views... Right, like, like, <laughs> like, it just doesn't seem like it has any value. Like, you happen to win when it's a pay-per-view. You still lose the title when you lose it on Raw. Like, it's not like that doesn't count. That still counts as you losing the title. You just happen to pick that you win it at the... I don't know. It just it's doing. They're trying to highlight that she's so good that she shows up when it matters most. But but, these are championship matches. I'm aware, but that's (laughs) what I'm just trying. I don't. I mean, I hear you, dude. I don't understand it either. It's so weird. Because two months ago on this show, I remember being. I remember distinctly saying, "I don't think that they care that much." They they clearly do. And the three times she's lost the title on Raw since, it's clear that it's very obvious. They care a lot about this pay per view streak, and it is super (laughs) weird. Like I just, I just sort of like sit there. Like, what is the point of this? Yeah, I, I did not like it. I did not like it. I don't think it's what's best for Bailey's character. I don't think it's what's best for. I just don't. I, there's so much that I don't get. I don't get the need to keep having Charlotte lose on Raw. I don't get the hold need on, for any on, of hold these on. things. So you think it would have been better for her to just win at Mania, right? Uh, I think if you were going to have her, if there was a time to have Bailey win, so it would you be think that five extra weeks is the difference? No, I don't think it's the extra difference. And I'm saying that I still wouldn't want that. I think that Bailey has to wait at least a year. I think you have to get at least a year in and have her go through real heartbreak. That's the Bailey character. The Bailey character is I get my ass kicked and yet I stand back up and I come back out and look at all the heart that I show. I think that you should have waited more than a year. I think that ideally the following WrestleMania would have been a time to have Bailey once she has some more big high profile opportunities that she loses and people are telling her she doesn't belong in the championship picture and then I think you pull the trigger I on mean, Bailey. You can still do all of that. Well but but she's already won one. Okay, and if she loses in two months yeah, and then doesn't and then well, and is fair. irrelevant in the picture right, for I, ten months. I hear you, and that's fair. That's fair. It doesn't mean that it won't be as good. I think it's a bigger moment if Bailey's never won the title before to have her next year at WrestleMania finally trying to be- get through and, and break through and win a championship. I think that's a bigger moment if you had done it that way. But, yeah. no, I'm not saying this is bad. You literally said it was. Well, I, no, I'm saying the result is bad. I'm not saying the thing that you're presenting would be bad. Your argument is fine. I think mine would have been better. That's that's the point that I'm making. And I don't I, – I think this was the wrong thing to do. I just don't like the ultimate underdog showing up and within six months becoming the champion. Like, that just – what? What? This is Bailey we're talking about. I love Bailey. You know what I mean? Do I you? Bailey. I do. Because it's sure shit. Part of the reason why I love Bailey is because she's the ultimate underdog. Not because she's the one that chose. I like Bailey because she's the ultimate underdog. She wins the title, so I don't like how they did it. What? I still like Bailey. She's I mean, so I don't like Bailey. You can't, I don't say like that that. You, you can't say you like someone because yes, of what he they likes are. the character. Yes. Actually, 
And when they actually achieve what their goal is as a character to achieve, and you say, I don't like how they did it. Correct. Because, because, it, because he says it kills the character yes. in the process. Yeah, it kills the character for sure. I'm, I'm sure, character. I'm sure Bailey will be irrelevant next Monday <sighs> because she's I the I did chair. not, that was Aaron that said that. I didn't say it killed the character. Remember, just like, just like they care in NXT. Aaron is the worst. Let's never forget that. Aaron, Aaron tell us more about worst. how NXT will be around. NXT, <laughs> you know, it's not going to be around. They suck. And, you know, you can easily get tickets here. They got to change the entire business model. All right. Um, now, the other thing. The other thing. The other thing. Um. <laughs> it was wonderful. Everything about it was wonderful. I mean, you're right. You're right. Except for the part where Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho aren't best friends. Yeah, that, it's that's heartbreaking. Not, but that's the thing. It's not wonderful. It, I literally, I tweeted it on Monday night, and I mean it. Like, I just want them to be best friends again <laughs> next week. I don't want to live in a world where Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens aren't best friends. Did, 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 like, why do we even have best friends? And the best part about this, weren't they just put together just because they didn't know what to do? Yes. And it ended up being the best thing the on the show. It was the best thing in the history We, of the we were back and started like, why are they doing this? This is ridiculous. This is oh. stupid. Did, did you see the clip where they put it to the Titanic theme? No. Oh, oh no. Oh, the Celine Dion? Yes, yes, I did. I yes, did. I did see it. Oh, it's wonderful. Please play it right now. Um, it's, it's, hold on, it's on my Twitter. I can tweet it out. Yeah, Celine Dion, Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho. I, I got it. I got it. It's right. so marvelous. I need to see this. And it's, it's perfectly timed out. It's, it's, really, it's goddamn glorious. Here, right. hold on. Okay. Glorious! Alright. Hang on a second. Come on. Wait, is this it? Hang on. I hope this is it. This is just, this is That's not, not it at all. That's not it at all. You're the worst. Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Alright, here we are. This is the one. Where's the volume? Comes from the heart, man. Turn it up. Turn that shit up. Dude, I didn't even know you were going to give me anything. I know it's not much, but... It's perfect. A new list. I mean, it's great. I mean, the other list is it's getting beat up and it's, it's getting full. How come my name's on this? <laughs> hey, this is fantastic. <laughs> Let me run. Do not stop this. <laughs> this is great. God, I'm so glad he ruined that, pa- that painting. I love that picture. Oh. <laughs> this is great. Oh my god, whatever you're doing, please watch this video if you have not seen it yet. That is, whoever made that deserves to win an Emmy. No, I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. I mean, but let's be very clear, like, all of that, if it wasn't Chris Jericho and Kevin Zoe, that could have been a very cheesy, very awful uh. segment, but they did it so Perfectly. Said, it's art. You don't need pants. <laughs> the, the, the blocking of the removing the list and lifting up the yes. KO to the cr- everything about that was wonderful. It was just the, the sculptor, the sculpting, the sculpture. Sure, yeah, the sculpture was just fantastic. It was. It was like I was like expecting like a like it was like an actual real like right, sculpting. Right, right. And it was a sculpture, and it was like 
them making out, which was kind of weird, but yeah. it was kind of awesome at yes, the same time. Yes, of course it was. It was perfect. It was The whole thing was perfect. just everything. I, d- I, don't, I don't know if this was intentional or not, but Friendship is the last person on the uh, list of Jericho. Because he put Friendship the Magician on the list oh, of Jericho. I have no idea if that's intentional uh, or not, but it's kind of uh, perfect. If it's, it's, that is really wonderful. God. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, look, it was beautifully done. Everybody's in agreement with that. It was beautifully done. I am really sad. I am really, really sad that Chris Jericho <laughs> and Kevin Owens aren't best friends anymore. I do think... By the, <laughs> I tweeted that out on Monday. The first tweet I got back... It's from a listener who said, they can still work through this. <laughs> I love you. Um, I, I do if still Jay-Z think. Can, if Beyonce can take Jay-Z That's back, true. Right. Right. You can make some, lem- that, make some lemonade here. Let's, I hope that Chris Jericho can make lemonade. So I still think that there's – I still think the next couple of weeks before Fastlane, there is an attempt. I don't think Chris Jericho has fully turned on Kevin Owens yet. I think that Chris Jericho is going to attempt to patch things up in the next couple of Do weeks. Do you think Chris Jericho is around? Yeah, I, I don't think Chris Jericho is going to be around. Until Fastlane. I, I can hear you on that. I could also see I – think, I think it's better if you have him subtly involved, trying to send Kevin Owens, say, I'm – I know you're angry. All that. I think it's better. You, you could do both. You could have him not write and like send him flowers. I think that you can do that, and I think it leads up to fast lane. At which point, it would make more sense for this is the way that I envision it. It makes more sense if Chris Jericho sends Brock Lesnar out in the middle of the match, and then Kevin Owens thinks that Chris Jericho is doing that because he's still trying to patch up the friendship. So you have a moment where Kevin Owens says, "You know what?" You're right, you came through for me. I don't know why I ever doubted you. And then Chris Jericho fully turns. He turns on Kevin Owens then. And that sense of... Here's my question. Let's assume that the match is for its title for title at WrestleMania. And I think it will be now. I I've think, changed I, my mind. I, I think it will I, be. I, I thought it would be all along because I know more than you. But well, when I think we're, I think we're both going to end up being wrong, too. So. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm not going on your yeah. side yet. But um, who would you rather win? Jericho. Oh no! You need the. This is the ultimate the, face the, moment. Yeah, I would personally rather Kevin Owens. Win. Yeah, I hear you. I, I hear you. I, I I'd like a sh- at least a short run for Jericho. I think. I, that, I, think, I, think, that, the, I, I think that if you have the first match of WrestleMania, you can do another match in which Jericho wins after. Yeah. But I think for the WrestleMania moment, I think I want I want Kevin Owens to win, especially I think good Jericho beat AJ Styles last right. I hear you. Last year, I hear you. I, I, I think look, there are arguments for both sides. This isn't a, like, you have to do it one way. There, yeah. There's a clearly... I think Kevin Owens ultimately has to come out... At, on know, top on of the top feud. Of the, and, yes. You know, he's got to come out and, and, and be put over from the feud. It, but, would, it would be awesome if he won at Mania and then he won the rematch. And then now he's not only the longest reigning Universal Champion, but he's also has the most Universal title reigns of anybody ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the most decorated Universal yeah, yes, Champion. Yes. And, oh, my God. That would be really great, wouldn't yes. it? Um... Look, I, you know, I, I, yes, yes, it would be great. Um, now, and speaking of that, boys, guess who joins us right now? He is Gilbert. <laughs> he is Gilbert. the pride of Baltimore, Maryland. He is a former light heavyweight champion of the world. He is Dwayne Gill. Yes, you know him as Gilbert, and he joins us here on Jobbing Out. Dwayne, it's uh, Glenn and AJ and Aaron. It's good to talk to you, man. Thank you for taking the time for us this week. 
Oh, believe me, it's my pleasure, brother. It's my pleasure. How you guys doing? Everything is good, man. Great. It's, Especially it's, after Monday night. Everything right? is great. <laughs> Dude, this is so this is so cool, man. And like, I know that you've had so much of this in your career that like, what? Who really cares that there's one more? But I got to imagine, still for you, that being there, being with the butt guys backstage, it's still got to mean something to you when you get the phone call to be back and doing it again this week, right? Oh, it's awesome, dude. I love WWE, WWF. You know what I mean? It's it's. I mean, come on, I've been. Since I was a baby, I've been watching it and wanted to be there, and now that I'm there, it's just totally awesome. No doubt, man. No doubt. It, so can you tell us how this came about, like when you got the call and when you knew, hey, we need you to get on a plane, you got to get out to the West Coast, we got something for you this week? You have to have your Gilbert gear ready. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah it, was, it was Wednesday. And they just, they just called had, up? Did I they... got a call Wednesday, and they're like, well, you got blood work to do, you got this, you got that, you got to take a physical, you got... Wow! Like, How am I going to get this all done? Like, <laughs> you got to figure it out, son. Things and got it all done. What? And, uh, they flew me out uh, Sunday. Wait, so so even though it wasn't a match, obviously you did you did take the bumps, but you had to get a physical. You had to get everything done as if you were an active competitor. Yes, sir. Wow! Wow! They take it seriously, clearly. Well, that'll help in the long run if if you actually do get Gilbert at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. There you go, brother. You're definitely seeing it. <laughs> so let's You're definitely say, hey, there's the Andre the Giant Battle Royal at WrestleMania, and I would love to be in that, man. You know, that would be awesome. Moment, as far as my WrestleMania moment, do you remember the gimmick Battle Royal? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Royal? Yep. I was standing at the curtain. And it went five, four, and they stood in front of me and said, you can't go. What? I went, what? And they said, no, please don't go. Please don't go. And I said, you know, you don't kiss my ass. (laughs) This is WrestleMania. I don't care what you say. I worked 15 years to get to where I am man, right now. I'm going at that curtain. And they're going, please don't, because if you go through that curtain, I'm not going to say the person's name. Because if you go through that curtain, I'm fired as well as you. Oh wow. my! Wait, wait, wait was... I went, really? You you would get fired? And he goes, I swear. He was crying. He goes, I love this job, but this is what I hate about it, Dwayne. I know what this means to you. I know what everything is, but please don't walk out that curtain. What was the reason? Didn't why Why didn't they want you uh, to go? Goldberg was coming in for the first time the next month. And they and didn't want that, to set them off. The next day, even, if that... God. Yeah, that makes sense. God, and I remember... And he... Like, and that was genuine, right? Like, he really hated your bit. Like, he hated the whole thing. Oh, right? yeah. 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 When the first time I met Goldberg, he... He, he didn't like me at all. Wow. Well, you, oh, then I met him... I met him probably eight months ago on an autograph session. And, uh... He was so cool... You know, because he was like on one end of the building, I was on the other, and we had the two promoters get together and get us together. And uh, he was super cool, took a bunch of pictures with us, talked really nice to me, told me, thank you for keeping my, he goes, thank you, brother. He said, I'm still relevant because of you today. Holy shit. He goes, thank you, brother. He was super cool. And uh, I said, and I even said to him, I said, well, let's make this match then, brother. Go ahead. <laughs> We have been waiting a long time for Goldberg v. Gilbert. Yeah, yeah I, I said that at the when we first started talking about what we expected to see would be a cool surprise at the Rumble. Is I was hoping that like they would do, they would have Goldberg come out, him clear the ring, blah blah blah, and then your music would hit, <laughs> and then it would be YouTube. That's what I was hoping would happen. It didn't happen, but that would have been awesome. 
That oh. would that would have been awesome. That, that really would. I'm hoping that maybe somehow they uh, have me team up with Goldberg or something to come out and watch Paul Heyman from interfering in the match and all. That would okay. be cool too. That would work. That's actually a brilliant idea. <laughs> now yeah, you got Heyman out here. Well, I got somebody to back me up. Throw <laughs> the place with shit or <laughs> If you speared Paul Heyman on the side <laughs> oh, of the yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's over. I it, know the place would go nuts. It would be amazing. That oh, would, it would be amazing. There's no roof at the Citrus Bowl, but it would blow oh, the roof oh off anyway. God, how great would that be? Now, hold on. There is another possibility that I've seen going around the internet for a match for you at WrestleMania. I want your t- your take on this. Well, this is. The one. This Gilberg is the one. versus James Ellsworth. That's what we need. <laughs> hey, can we, do any of us get offense? <laughs> <laughs> You're just sort of standing there the whole time. <laughs> you guys both both take simultaneous sleep, simultaneous bumps, even though no one's been hit. <laughs> I need that in my life so bad I can't even describe it. Dwayne, I've always wanted to know. So uh, when they first approached you, like obviously you worked in the business before you were you were Gilbert, but when they first approached you with that gimmick back in the 90s, what was your initial thought and did you think that it would get over the way that it did? Okay, you ready for this? I was doing the gimmick on the independent. Uh, oh, okay. And, that makes and sense. And I was making fun of all the boys. I did the underfaker. I did Stone Old. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, and what we were doing is we were just having fun on the independent. And uh, I went up, and they called me up for the Survivor Series. Remember when they called me up for the Survivor right, Series? Right, the, the mystery uh, opponent uh, for mankind, guess? yeah. Right. Well, when I went out that night, the writers and all saw me, and they're like, man, this guy just loves being here. He doesn't give a shit what he does. He just he just loves it. We gotta hire him. And I was told that when the idea was pitched to Vince McMahon in the production meeting to make me to, to induct me into the job squad and make me the light heavyweight champion, that the whole entire production office, Vince, everybody stood up and clapped and were laughing their ass off because Vince goes, Oh my god, Dwayne Gill's gonna be one of my champions. <laughs> meeting before it was uh, it was one of the best moments in the world that is so great it's just so, so goddamn what great. happened was i was in the locker room i was already champion as the wing gill and i was talking to paul bear and kane one night i was telling them all about it and i said yeah i even did gilberg and paul bear let goes, up oh wing gill you might have something there boys <laughs> and i was laughing i said yeah right so the rest of the night Every time I walked by Kane or him, they were going, Gilbert. <laughs> the next day I went in, because we were doing uh, SmackDown or whatever, and I went into catering, and the whole, all the boys started going, Gilbert, Gilbert. <laughs> so I set my tray down, I jumped up on the table and was going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Everybody laughed their ass off, and I thought that was the end of it. Well, I come home, and three days later, the office calls and says, Brother, get black boots. You are now Gilbert. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's so amazing. God, that's so I said, amazing. I, went, I don't want to lose my title, dude. <laughs> I said, I just got it. Come on, man. <laughs> that's the beauty of it. You're 
That's awesome. <laughs> And the count begins. Oh and one, oh and two, oh and three. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's the greatest thing. It's the greatest thing. All right, he's Dwayne Gill. He's with us. Uh, use the hashtag Gilberg WrestleMania, please, and and make your voice heard that you want Gilberg at WrestleMania, like we so badly want Gilberg. Yes, whatever you do, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever, please hashtag Gilberg. Yeah, no doubt, WrestleMania, man. Because it's gonna be the deal, man. If it gets that would be so awesome just to have my WrestleMania moment. No doubt, man. Taken away from me three seconds before I had it. So, so you know, we brought up uh, Ellsworth, and I know you guys know each other because you're both Baltimore guys, obviously, and we know James. Yeah, I and... knew James Ellsworth since his birth. Yeah. Wow. Wow. His mother, his mother, and I went to junior high school and all together. Holy! I like hanging out with his uncle. I mean, I've known the family forever. I've known James since he was a little teeny kid. So you're saying that WrestleMania match will be a blood feud? <laughs> oh, I'd love to have a match with him, man. I would love to. But how much does it mean to you? So this is a guy that you've, you've literally known since birth. That's essentially now you. He's a Baltimore kid that's getting this opportunity because simply he loves the goddamn business and because it's a f- infectious and because people saw him and said, we don't know if you're the most skilled, you certainly don't have the look, but Jesus Christ, you showed up here and people could immediately identify with you. How incredible is that to you that now this kid essentially is getting the opportunity by being you? I think it's awesome. I don't know if you watched the ride-along where he told the story about when he was in elementary school. No. See, I, I used to work for the school board. And when I first got my contract, I was still with the school board. And I was only doing Raw and SmackDown, and I'd come home and work the rest of the week. Well, he watched me on Raw one night, and I was in the school the next day changing a light bulb. Here he comes down the hallway. I guess he's in about third or fourth grade. And he says, Mr. Dwayne, aren't you a famous wrestler? <laughs> I said, yeah, Jimmy, I am. And he goes, well, what are you doing here changing lights? (laughs) I got down off off the ladder. I put my hand, this is just how he told me. He said, I remember vivid as anything. You put your hand on my shoulder. You looked me right in the eye, and he said, well, son, one day you'll understand. And I went, well, and he said, I understand. My God. (laughs) Oh, my God, that's so incredible, man. That's crazy. Yeah, and now he's me. And now he's me. And, and he told me, he said, I don't know if you know it or not, but that's one of the highest compliments I ever got, that now I am an, I am the new Dwayne Gill. That's so cool. That's so freaking cool, dude. I can't get over how amazing this is. Dude, I, I, mean, I love Jimmy to death, man. I love Jimmy to death. Actually, I'm, I'm running his federation while he's on road. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, we, I, I, I didn't know what was going on with that, and I love because we've, we've done stuff with them plenty, and that's Adrenaline, correct? Yeah, Adrenaline Championship. Can we plug anything for you guys? Uh, I believe it's January 30th, March 10th. March 10th, Adrenaline Championship yeah, Wrestling. I don't know exactly where. I don't have the data. Like we'll we'll pull it up. I know we'll, it's March 10th. We'll pull it up, and we'll get the information. That's great because, I mean, like, this is the funny thing about Jimmy, too, right, is that we had been, we had, we had had, guys on he had like called us to ask us to put guys on to promote adrenaline right and then one day he shows up on on raw and aaron says i feel like we know him uh, like <laughs> I, I don't know maybe you want to hear something that's really funny yes vince mcmahon sits down with uh brian armstrong and everybody and watches every one of jimmy's shows what the hell <laughs> Every one of his shows. They sit in the room in the production office and watch the shows. I shit you not. That's a, I, 
want to say why, and obviously <laughs> you don't know why, but like, how cool is no, that? You look for new talent. Yeah. You look for new talent. You know, or, or you find a gimmick on a piece of crap talent, you steal it. Right. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that works. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a business. Yeah, it's pro wrestling. That's pro wrestling. By the way, Mar- March 10th in Denton featuring Gilberg and new WWE Hall of Famer Teddy Long. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Okay. That's awesome. Are you going to have a tag team match, player? <laughs> <laughs> AdrenalineWrestling.com. You can find out more and get your tickets there. Hey, uh, yeah, please do. Dwayne, can you tell me how the sparklers, like whose idea the sparklers were? Because it's... I don't know what I like more, the sparklers or the fire extinguisher, but <laughs> they're both just fantastic touches. Well, the, the, his, your reaction to the extinguisher <laughs> in, yeah. in particular. Yes. Well, the, the sparklers were, um, were for were uh, the pyro guys. And uh, and I said, well, great, man. I'll act like they're burning me because he stands right in the middle of them and damn near catches on fire. <laughs> right. So I'll just act like they're burning me and they go, well, we'll just hit you with a fire thing. I'm like, oh, that's awesome, dude. <laughs> so that way I can come out of the smoke like them. You know what I mean? <laughs> like him. And they're like, yeah, that's great. So that's what we do. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> dude, we had so much fun with that. I mean... Did the guys backstage know you were there Monday night, or did they, like, hide you away so that nobody saw oh, yeah, and it could nah, be... Nah, they knew I was there. And to be honest with you, you know the 205 guys? Mm-hmm. Here's the funny part. I, I, I'm always early. Whatever I do, I'm always early. So I got to the building early, and I'm sitting in the regular locker room, not the job, you know, not, not the extra locker room. I'm sitting in the locker room with all the boys. And a bunch of 205ers come in, they're sitting there, and they're, like, getting dressed, and they're talking, well... You know, with wrestling, you always get up and you introduce yourself. Right. No matter if you know the guy or whatever, you're still walking over and introduce yourself. I get up and I walk over and I say, how you doing, Dwayne Gill, Dwayne Gill, Dwayne Gill, and they're introducing themselves. I won't mention their names, so I don't give none of them bad press. And I go back over and I sit down. But one of them gets up and walks over to me and goes, excuse me, buddy, you mind if I ask you a question with all due respect? I said, sure, brother, no problem. He goes, who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> Hope it's his internet. Yeah, we're good. We're good. We're good. Who the hell are you? And what are you doing in this locker room? <laughs> I went, first off, I helped build this ass locker room. <laughs> second off, I'm Gilbert. <laughs> Holy hell, you're Gilbert. <laughs> hugging me, you know what I mean? That's they left, and I guess they must have walked around and told everybody I was there because everybody started walking in. Hey, Gilbert. Hey, Gilbert. Oh, that's cool. Dude, it, it, it was just, it was Great. What was, Great what was the reaction like at, the segment went so well, I mean the whole segment obviously went so well, but like what you did went so well, what was the reaction like backstage when, after you did it? Oh, when I came in there, are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine, why? Cause, what the hell are you doing, trying to kill yourself? I said, well I thought I was gonna go through that wall, but. <laughs> God, man. It didn't work. <laughs> God, this is so freaking that great. That video wall is solid, man, let me tell you. If you look at it, I dove as hard as I could to try and go through it. It didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> it stopped. I said, oh, oh. Out of the ground, Owens goes, ha, 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 ha. Right on me, I in the ring. I told him, I'm going through it. And he's like, I don't see that happening. <laughs> I hit that wall, go down, he said, ha, 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 
Oh, man. Oh, this is the greatest thing ever. This is so great. All right. Um, Dwayne, is, are you, is that you on Twitter, at Dwayne Gill 3? Yes, it is. That is me, Dwayne Gill 3. Yeah, at Dwayne Gill 3 to real Gilbert. All right. Give, give him a follow there. And again, the hashtag is Gilberg WrestleMania. Make sure that yes, you're using please. that. We're going to use it in a couple of weeks because we need Gilbert at WrestleMania. Every we... time you text or anything, man, send Gilbert WrestleMania. That's, that's so awesome. And again, Adrenaline Championship Wrestling, who we love. I mean, I'm huge fans of everything they do. That's awesome. March 10th for Adrenaline Wrestling, adrenalinewrestling.com. Dwayne. Oh, yeah, I'm so happy for Jimmy, brother. You have no idea. Oh, no doubt. He's the best. He's the best. Hey, Dwayne, dude, seriously, it was the coolest thing on Monday night. It was awesome. We can't wait to see what you do next. And, and we've loved you for a long time, man. And uh, appreciate the fact that uh, you rep Baltimore, too. Like, that's an awesome thing uh, that we get to claim around here. And uh, appreciate Mark, taking. Are you guys coming after the show in the tent? We're gonna, I, I didn't know it was happening. Now I am. Uh, you're goddamn right. Now I am. Absolutely. Out, All right. Let's have some fun, man. I'll be in. I'll be in touch with you before, and we will make sure that we come out that way and do something with you, Dwayne, because that's it's too cool. Hey, man, thank you for taking the time for us. We really appreciate it, bro. Hey, it's my pleasure. Dude, how great was that? How effing great was I can't tell you how much Gilbert. I enjoyed that conversation. Gilbert. I'm so all in. How great it would be if he actually shows up. I so, do you remember what, what we were, he was talking about, the returning to face mankind in the, the Deadly uh-huh. Games? Do you remember Vince's? Because Vince had a big introduction for it because it was a mystery opponent. Right. He, and and the, it was, he was like, this man, he's strong, he's tough, he's a big, bald-headed SOB. He has a record unmatched by anybody on this planet. Because the idea was like, maybe it was Stone Cold. Maybe yep. it, and then it was Dwayne Gill. And that was just one of the greatest introductions ever. <laughs> I uh, love me some Dwayne Gill, man. Love that dude. He's a local guy, and um, it's just all. And the, the the stuff with James Ellsworth. How cool is that, man? How freaking cool is that? The James Ellsworth knew it, Dwayne yeah. Gill growing up, and now gets to be Dwayne Gill as an adult. Yeah. Like that's, that's awesome. You, you can't script that, better. right? Like that's freaking awesome. Lifetime man. needs to make a movie about it. No doubt. WWE Films needs to make a movie <laughs> right? about it. Um, anything- Th- there is one more thing I want to talk about when yeah. it comes to the Festival of Friendship, and that was. The conversation backstage before the Festival of Friendship between Triple H and Kevin Owens. They made a bit, you know, not a big deal about it, but they clearly showed them talking. They were, you know, they were talking about something. Is Triple H somehow involved? Like, what was that about, I guess, is the question here. Yeah, I don't know. Because that's, that's Yeah, they curious. don't do that. Right, no, they don't do that with, without some level of foreshadowing. I understand that. Um, do you think, here's, hear me out, maybe... They're about to make a new faction, like the corporation or the authority. Well, remember, it was Triple H who decided Kevin Owens would be champion. Right. right. So, and you could have Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, Triple H. You could find someone Pretty else good from little faction. So yeah. You find someone else from NXT, right. and it could be the new thing when a, a heel comes up from NXT. Triple H gave me my shot. Triple H did it. Blah, right. blah, blah. Right. And then that, he runs the faction. And coming out of it, you could do something like those three against, and then you against could, Jericho. Ready? ready for this? Here's this Finn. Rollins. Rollins and Finn. Mm-hmm. And how about this? What if they also, he also brings up the revival to be part of that faction? Yeah, I mean, that would, make yeah, a lot that would be fantastic. Although they're booking the revival kind of as faces right yeah, now. Yeah, they are. Which actually. is a really weird thing. Well, that doesn't mean I know, they have to book them that way on the main No, you're right. I, know, I noticed that when I was at the taping because obviously I haven't watched any NXT because I went to the taping. So, um, but like, I was like, I was really confused. Well, I mean, the, ch- the crowd's gonna, in, in NXT at full sale is gonna cheer the revival. Because they're, they're the greatest they're great. team on the right. planet, right? Yeah, but like, the way they were acting, 
Yeah, but this isn't right. This isn't just the crowd. Clear. They're clearly being booked right now. Now, I will say this, knowing what I know, that does change within oh, the coming okay. weeks. Okay. There's something that happens that changes right. how that okay. got booked. But okay. I have only seen the one episode because we taped on Wednesday this week, so I have not seen this week's yeah. episode. I just saw the episode last week where they were they're positioned against Authors of Pain, and right. they came out, and they, they cut a very face promo, yeah. and then they positioned themselves against Authors of Pain. So just, they were being booked as faces. Right. Obviously, at that point, so I don't know what comes after that. Yeah, um, and, um, no, I wouldn't. You know, that would be great. Yeah, I think it'd be a great faction. I think it'd be tremendous. I think it would work out. Really what would well. you call it? And then you could go with Cena knocking them down, since he hates all the NXT people. As of a few I got, years a, I ago. got a great idea. This is I ju- this one just came to me. This is an original. All right, all right. The core. <laughs> there we go. What do you think? Or or, or, or the Nexus. Nexus? They did come from NXT. Yeah, they came. I don't know. If, yeah, how, right, about, how about how about the next? Us. The next us, or mm. the next core. Oh, how about the next core? Or how about the core? Yeah, operation. The oh, oh, there we go. Look at this guy. All there of a sudden, he starts working in TV, and now he's got <laughs> ideas. He's become an idea man. Wow, it's a, getting out of that Jewish community center. Be <laughs> See what's going on there. I like it. I like <laughs> it. Anything else from Raw we need to touch on? Um. I like that they're going with Joe Zane. It's a incredibly fresh feud. Um, <laughs> what are you laughing about? Like it's, it's something that we had. That we <laughs> literally haven't well, seen on any level. On, that, what, were you like, what was the response? No, it's, it's, it, it's just funny to me because it's not like I mean it technically is because Generico doesn't count. Right. Like, no, right. I don't think they fought each other as Generico. Like that's they the thing. They that's the thing. Jer- Generico and Joe. Barely, if ever, cross paths because Generico was in Ring of Honor, Joe was in TNA. They might have met a few yeah, times a at point. PWG or something like that, but there was not any extended feud between Generico and Joe. That's why that's why I said it was fresh. Is that it's this great match we're all gonna love because these are the two guys we love. They didn't. They didn't find it all in NXT. Either. I think they had one match in NXT, just like say, a throwaway. I thought they fought in NXT. Yeah, as well. I think I think they had one match. Just like it wasn't a feud though. It was just like yeah. okay, we need to have this match, and it was in the middle of the. You know, they were both feuding with Owen, something like that. But it wasn't like a full feud. So having this, I think it's gonna be very cool. Last March, you, Last did March. you notice how? Uh, Samoa Joe was very it was cautious. A, it was a two out of three number one. I don't. I don't even remember. That's the funny part. I do. It was a match. Oh, that's right. The number one contender match. Yeah. yeah so, two out of three. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's you know what's crazy to me, how uh how cautious Joe was when he put. Um, oh, oh, yeah, Sammy yeah, yeah. Okay. Zayn. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah, he's, he's like, 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 I am not hurting someone okay. today. <laughs> ready to go down? All right, what'd we're going think, down now. What do you think about uh, the uh, the Good Brothers coming out in the first segment? Um, I, I like them coming out in the first segment. I like them being involved with Stephanie. Don't like the fact that it was the the handicap match there with Reigns. Though I do think that once you booked that match, that was the best possible outcome. Well, yeah, I don't disagree with that, but I, I just, it's interesting, right? That, that they're like, putting them in that, yes. You know, I think for those of us that were still holding out hope of something a little bit bigger, um, you know, that seemed like a big spot to put them in. Right. I know it doesn't help get you anywhere closer to them versus, you know, them with AJ. Like, I understand that. It looks like we've got an AJ match, so it's sort of pointless, but. And Roman's still, match. Still and Roman's got a match, too, right? Yep. Correct. But it still just made me kind of, kind of hopeful that there's a bigger thought. There's just a bigger thought out there. That's all I'm talking about. Uh, all right. Is that everything from Raw? I believe so. Very good. 
And when we come back in, Keith Lee is going to join the show from Evolve. Evolve is coming back to the MCW Arena, uh, not this coming weekend, but the following weekend. And they always put on tremendous shows. We love Gabe and everything they do. So we'll Great chat. matches on this card. We'll chat with Keith Lee. And we need to address um, somebody else paid their bet off this week. And it was phenomenal. just as good as you could ever possibly imagine. So we'll talk about that as well. I'm Glenn, and he's Aaron, and he's the main event. This is Jobbing Out. Our children's futures start at a very young age, and Catholic schools prepare them for that future. Academic excellence with the belief that all students will succeed. A balanced curriculum, integrating music and arts, foreign language and Catholic faith, while challenging students in the areas of science, math, and technology. Discover the Catholic school's difference. Please visit archbalt.org slash schools. That's A-R-C-H-B-A-L-T dot org slash schools for more information. Lacrosse season is getting underway. For the best coverage of all the area's high school lacrosse teams, sign up for PressBox's High School Lacrosse Newsletter presented by PNC. The newsletter previews the big high school matchups, plus college recruiting updates, top 10 polls, and tracks how former high school stars are doing now with their college teams. To sign up, visit PressBoxOnline.com slash lax underscore weekly. And for the best coverage of high school and college across in Maryland, stick with PressBoxOnline.com. Hi there, KZ here with Sarita, the NFL chick. Every Sunday from 10 a.m. to noon, you can hear us right here on PressBoxOnline.com slash radio for the PressBox Fantasy and Reality Football Football Show. show. Sarita tries to keep me in check. I get a little... uh, Shady every No, once I just in a while. try to keep KZ in realistic world instead of you either it's stink a, or you're great. It's all about fantasy. It doesn't matter what's real. It just doesn't. Yes, because wins and losses don't matter, KZ. They don't. They don't. Garbage time is <laughs> winning time. That's all that matters. Anyway, you can listen to us, as I said, 10 a.m. to noon right here. Pressboxonline.com slash radio or slash fantasy, whichever. You're in the mood for NFL, college football, 10 sometimes baseball. 10 a.m. to noon every Sunday. The Press Box Fantasy and Reality Football Show. Pressboxonline.com slash radio. The new edition of Press Box is available now. It's our spring training preview edition as David Ginsburg's cover story looks at pivotal young Orioles pitchers Kevin Gosman and Dylan Bundy. Plus, Rich Dubroff breaks down the projected 25-man roster and some key position battles for the birds. Press Box is available for free at over 500 locations in the area, including 60 Royal Farm stores. You can also read the entire edition and see the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. Hey, everybody, this is Gilbert, and you're listening to Jobbing Out. And Aaron, you're the worst, baby. Back in here for segment number three. It is Jobbing Out, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, and... The main event. AJ Francis of the Washington Redskins. Evolve is coming back to our area. We've I love Evolve shows. They are great effing wrestling shows. Gabe and his guys do a tremendous job. Uh, Friday, February 24th, so one week from this coming Friday, at the MCW Arena in Joppa. Evolve 78 joining us now. He's going up against Zack Sabre Jr. That's not going to suck. He is Keith Lee, and he joins us here on Jobbing Out. Keith, what's going on, man? Thanks so much for taking the time for us. Appreciate you guys having me, man. Absolutely. Happy to be on air. Yeah, it's good to talk to you, dude. And honestly, it's really good to talk to you because things have been going really freaking well for you of late. Just give me an idea. You know, as, as I, boy, I was about to make the corniest pun of all time and say, as Evolve, 
evolves, but give me an idea of what this has been like for you to to be a part of this thing. It's such a really cool part of pro wrestling right now, and to be getting these opportunities that you've been getting as of late. Uh, man, realistically, dude, it's been a grind since uh, last year, and all it took was a trip to New England and one match at Beyond Wrestling, and a lot of things changed for me. Um, I think that the opportunities cut that have come thus far have been earned. I, I really feel like I've earned a lot of what I've gotten, mm-hmm. and I hope to earn even more. So when they evolve, you're talking about making funny puns, but literally, when I signed the contract, uh, I don't know how many of you guys know, but I'm quite the nerd, so the very first thing that I said was, Keith Lee has mega evolved. Dude, we like you so much more now. We know you're one of us. It I, makes didn't, us happy. I did not know you were an XY guy. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, I uh, did. Talk about puns, but that's literally the first thing that came out of my mouth after I signed my contract. That's awesome, man. You know, can, can you tell us about just how that came about with Evolve? Obviously, you had been um, on Ring of Honor previously. You had uh, been on a lot of their TV program. Then all of a sudden, you jump over to Evolve. Can you kind of tell us how that all came about? Uh, I mean, uh, I don't, I don't want to give a super long story, but the ears around about. Um, you know, me and Shane uh, tagged at Ring of Honor since mid-2015, I want to say. Uh, I want to say May 31st, 2015, maybe. Um, and it's, we've been pushing and grinding and making our way up the ranks, and it was fun, and I enjoyed it and, and everything else. And there's a lot of, uh, uh, for me, I just uncertainty, I suppose, would be the proper terminology to use here. And... Uh, a contract came forth eventually, uh, beginning of this year. And uh, at the same time, uh, you know, we've all heard that that was a thing that I had not signed. And they're like, well, wait, hold on. Here's the situation. And the next thing I know, they were presenting an offer as well. And uh, um, Evolve has shown, uh, at the very least, that they appreciate what I do and, and they're looking forward to showcasing me and giving me the opportunities that um, they can afford me and the opportunities I'm looking for. So in the end, man, it came down to great communication and a show of want for my abilities in their ring. And uh, all, all, all things said, uh, it took a lot of, I guess, suppose, assistance and talks with mentors of mine, guys to look out for me and give me great advice. A lot of great minds in wrestling came together and helped me come to the final decision that I came to. And I couldn't be happier. That's good. Now, Keith, um, you're a bigger guy, and one of your last big profile matches was against Chris Carroll, who is a bigger guy. And your next match at Evolve is going to be against Zack Sabre Jr. I wanted to ask you, do you prefer wrestling against guys with your body type like a Chris Hero, or do you prefer going against someone like Zack Sabre Jr. so you guys can have that dichotomy in what you're doing? Um, personally, man, uh, my very favorite opponent right now is Donovan Dijak. So uh, it's not really so much a body type that I like. I like guys that can go. So it doesn't really matter if it's Zack Sabre Jr., if it's, 
Ichiro, if it's Donovan Dijak, if it's uh, whoever it may be, as long as they're next level, is something I'm going to enjoy and, and really give my all in. Um, so, short answer, no. Body type does not bother me at all. Keith, you know, one of the things with Evolve right now is that there clearly is some sort of connection between Evolve and WWE. It's not defined, right? Like, there's no obvious, but it's it's been become very clear. There's a relationship there between Gabe and Triple H, and they've done some stuff together. Guys have made appearances. Guys are getting signed, things like that. When you get involved with Evolve, God, I am full of terrible puns. <laughs> Um, when you do that, is that in the back of your mind at all? Do you think about the fact that there's clearly some sort of connection between those two companies at the moment? I think the logical uh, thought process is to have it somewhere, but by the same token, while that's a, you know, a possibility or whatever, I have no personal relationship with these guys. Right. So my, my what's that? Yeah, it's not like you're going to playing golf with Triple H tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, no, my, my, while that's, you know, a supposed possibility, my personal, I, I guess, uh, attention level is going to be given to Evolve and what I can give to Evolve, how I can, here's my thing, if I join a company, the first thing that I want to do is come up with the ways that I can raise the level of said company, so now, for me, show up as this uh, some would describe me as a hyper athlete my duty now in my mind is to take Evolve and then further raise its prestige just like I would any championship belt or, or anything else that I've done in wrestling my job in my mind is to take what I'm dealing with and then raise it up higher than it was before I just want to contribute and make it more than what it is right now. You know, what is it that, that Evolve, what, what's Evolve doing for, especially independent wrestling right now? Obviously you had Ring of Honor, uh, but now that you have something like Evolve, where you're, you're on Flow Slam for all of your shows, but you're also, uh, you're still independent. You can go and compete for whatever shows you want. What's that doing to the indie scene? Uh, I don't know exactly, you know, the trajectory of, of what's happening regarding that. Uh, I know that there are several companies that see this competition. And um, if I had stayed with Ring of Honor, I would not be able to work for those companies that operate under WWN. So um, with Evolve, I'm in a position where I can work for those companies and the only thing that I can't do is work for another national TV company. So I have a bit more freedom, and that's something I can appreciate because there, there's still a lot of things I want to do, um, and I have that freedom with Evolve. So not only do I get to try and sprinkle Keith Lee into Evolve and, and make that explode, I also get to keep pursuing other goals as well, and that's something I can personally appreciate. Yeah, as you should be able to. That that That's big for any performer. But another question I had for you is, I always ask when guys come on the show, I always wonder, you're with Evolve. Obviously, you see most of the guys, in the, if not all the guys on the roster, as much as you do. What is one young guy you've yet to work with that you would love to work with in the future at Evolve? Hmm. 
Well, I mean, honestly, man, <laughs> when you look at Evolve's roster, um, there's a ton of guys that I have not been in the ring one-on-one with. Um, so I've never wrestled Fred Yehi. I've never wrestled Tracy Williams, which that's going to happen um, actually uh, in Evolve 79. So I'm looking forward to that. So I like getting those opportunities to wrestle new blood. So anytime I can get those opportunities, I'm looking forward to them. Uh, I've seen some guys they have at like uh, FIP or or, or uh, Style Battle. Uh, one name that comes to mind is like a Desmond Xavier. I'm very fond of that young man. Uh, not only is he musically inclined like myself, but he's also uh, super athlete. So I, I like uh, a lot of things that he does. But I'd also like to get in the ring and smash them, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Going from, Um, oh, sorry. That'd be a name I could definitely throw out there. Yeah, going from future matches. I just want to talk about uh, Royal Rumble weekend. And obviously you sign with Evolve. They say, okay, we're we're looking for someone to face Chris Hero in his second-to-last match. Someone who could, uh, to, uh, I believe it was, carry the the landscape of independent wrestling into the future. And they pick you. What, first of all, what did that mean just to have all those accolades and to be picked for a match like that? Um, <laughs> well, when, when, when something like that is said, okay, first of all, to have your name tossed in that hat, period, uh, should be an absolute honor. Mm-hmm. So um, right away I'm touched that I'm considered to be a person that can carry the independence but also, after my match, I also now believe that I can do that. Um, but to me, anybody that gets in the ring with Chris Hero, period, should be honored because mm-hmm. there's so much ability, there's so much talent, there's so much um, knowledge, and he's just a, he's a good dude, you know. So uh, just to be put into that position was enough to tell me that I'm being looked at in a different light than I was before, and I'm looking forward to the future that that holds and opportunities that will be afforded to me and just a chance to to let loose and and, and really um, unload Keith Lee to the world, man. I'm just excited for what's to come. And, And obviously that match had a lot of emotions going around, and then in the middle of it, the rope's starting to break. Well, what was that match like for you? Well, okay. Someone <laughs> once asked me this, and it wasn't, obviously, it was pretty soon after the match. Um, when ropes break, it's never a, a good thing. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> obviously, right? So your environment grows dangerous. Um, and there's uncertainty. And then not only all of that, but who in the bloody hell, really wants to stand up and trade strikes in the face with Chris Hero. <laughs> I'm serious about this. Yes, I'm a large man. Yes, I'm quite tough. And yes, it took a ton of hits for him to knock me down. That does not mean that it was... Easy to uh, take. Sure. I mean, the fight was a joy, but the next three days trying to chew food was not the greatest experience. That's not in my game plan, facing a Chris Hero in the ring. I had no intention of standing toe-to-toe with this guy. I truly had, 
I had the intents of using those ropes to, you know, kind of leave him befuddled with my athleticism. But uh, in the end, something like that happens, and then you just don't have a choice but to do what you can. And um, I, I hear a lot of people really enjoyed the match, but personally I was disappointed um, with that, with the rope scenario. Not just one, but two ropes breaking. I'm really... Overall, man, I'm more than just happy that we both were able to walk away from that, not severely injured or anything, you know. I would think he's got to say something about you as a performer, too. Like, I think there's got to be something that, like, guys in the back are like, dude, you know, this guy was put in a really difficult spot already, him and to stand toe-to-toe with Chris Hero, and then have this other thing happen. I would think that that, like, shows something about you as a performer that your contemporaries say, dude, you know, good on you, mate. Um, you know, and that's something I can only hope that translates for people. Um, you know, I'm not some I'm not some one trick pony. While I, I do love my hybrid style, I can I can do any and everything. When I when I call myself limitless, I absolutely mean it with every fiber of my being. So um, while it wasn't in my game plan, man, we we definitely had uh, one hell of a match for um, what was made available to us, and um, we both survived. So that was, <laughs> was um, And another thing that will make Triple H happy, because he managed to not kill Chris <laughs> Hero in the process. I'm sure he watched that back like, what the hell is that? <laughs> oh, man. I'm throwing some money at this guy, no doubt. All right, uh, he is Keith Lee. Uh, again, it's coming up next Friday night uh, in Joppa, Evolve 78. Go to uh, WWNLive.com, and you can get your tickets that way. It's such, it's always a great show when Evolve comes to town, but seriously, Drew Galloway, Jeff Cobb. I was going to say, Galloway, Cobb, Holy Lee, Sabre. Right. Those are going to be two uh, at least match of the year candidates, no potentially. Doubt, man. Uh, Ethan Page is on the card. Matt Riddle. I mean, that's a pretty freaking good card, man. Matt Riddle. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely worth not missing. And... Uh, it is my first time in Maryland, actually. So awesome. I would go off the deep end to even say, I demand that you show up because <laughs> you may bask in my glory. Keith, I don't know if you know, but it's a great wrestling uh, area. I mean, this is, it's a hotbed. Guys love coming here, and the crowd's always hot. I mean, it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun next week. And make Friday sure night. you go to Jimmy's Famous Seafood while you're here. Oh, they'll probably <laughs> take you there while you're here, there's no doubt. Hey, Keith, can we mm-hmm. plug, uh, plug anything social media wise for you? T-shirts, anything like that? Oh, uh, sure. Uh, guys, it's pretty simple. I try to keep it streamlined, so you can check out Instagram or Twitter. Both of those are at Real Keith Lee. Even if it's Facebook, facebook.com slash Real Keith Lee. And if you're looking for shirts and soon hats, um, you can go to bottomlinemerch.com slash Keith Lee. Awesome. Uh, any of those. Uh, sites work just fine. Awesome, man. Hey, Keith, we really appreciate you taking the time for us, dude. Looking forward to next Friday night, and uh, keep kicking ass and evolve, man. You bet. Thanks for having me on, guys. Very cool. Appreciate uh, Keith Lee hopping on with us and uh, looking forward to Evolve. Evolve is always great, man. God, they always put on such good shows. Even, you know, you, you They're think... making sure the business evolves, for sure. Oh. Ah, See, no, 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 bad with puns. No, no, no. I'm not the worst anymore. You're the worst now. That's actually Well, that's a good point. Yeah. Aaron, you're not getting out of being the worst, dick. Nice try. Nice try. Um, man, Speaking no. Speaking of you being the worst, 
Well, hang on. I because we want to get to the quick count to wrap up the show, right? Like that's the way that we're gonna go. And I've already um I've already sort of forgotten what our three were. Are we doing one that's off the reservation at all? Like we're not really. No. Yeah. I mean that that so evolve, technically this evolve was yeah, off the evolve, reservation. Evolve counts as being off the reservation. So I, I do want to want to bring up if you're looking for something to do Thursday at midnight on WrestleMania weekend, you know they're constantly doing shows. Uh, the WWN guys, they're doing basically just, it's called a wacky show. I think it was called Joey Janela's Spring Break. Joey Janela's an, Oh, uh, I saw this. The main event, Matt Riddle against Dan Severn. Two former Jobbing Out guests. Yes. I mean, Jobbing Out's pretty much mainstream pop culture. It's for, true, uh, right? Wrestling it's a good point. That's a good point. If, if those are the, the type of matches he's gonna book, <laughs> I uh, might have to go to that, that show. Really that's good. really ridiculous. That's really good. All right, um, so now, the quick count. Three things we haven't had a chance to talk about that we need to talk about. Um, <laughs> so if you remember, for Royal Rumble, one Steve Miggs was our guest picker. And uh, Steve Miggs, the morning show host, on a huge, I mean, a, a massive flame torch station out in uh, Seattle, 99.9 KISW. And... He's also got a couple of podcasts that are very popular. We love Steve Miggs. We somehow continue to love him more every time we talk to him. So he, AJ, and I all tied as losers. Losers. The, pe- the price was that we all had to s- perform on live streaming like a prayer by Madonna in honor of, of Grado, who yes. we had been talking about for some reason. I don't remember why that came up. but I, I think we were talking because the ICW possibly going to the network, uh, and right, would he correct. be able to still have correct. Madonna? Correct, because we love Grado. So I performed it on the show last week. Got a, got a lot of great feedback. Appreciate all of you that understand. Great show. Yes, right? Like, it was wonderful. Steve Miggs said, <laughs> I'm going to do it on my podcast next Tuesday. And I said, great, wonderful. We didn't know. <laughs> we were not prepared. Um, the man brought in an actual acoustic guitar player. Well, he brought in a whole, whole band. Superfecta, yeah. they're called. If, uh, oh, I guess I need to plug the cord and hang on. Hit mute on that, but on that number four, if you okay. don't mind. Yeah, all right. Let me uh, <clears throat> let me give you a little taste. Let me give you an old taste of Steve Miggs. All right, you can unmute me. This is Steve Miggs and Superfecta performing like a person. Everybody must stand alone. I hear you call my name, and it feels like This is him the It sounds like he was trying to make it a metal song. Yeah, exactly, yeah. He kind of goes back and forth there. I feel like this <laughs> This reminds me of Africa. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Not the actual place. Right. I mean, no. the, the drums kind of do. Well, something that's like a good point. All right. Fair enough. God, yes. this is. Um, it's more that we've retweeted it a couple of times, but and we couldn't retweet it enough. Honestly, I mean, it's just so effing. Wonderful. And of course, what happens? Grado likes it six oh, times on Periscope. Of course he does, because it always works out that way for me. Miggs always benefits from whenever he loses a bet to us. I think he's purposely trying to lose at this point because it always works out really well for him. God damn it. Um, Steve Miggs, I've said before, is my spirit animal. He is a great American. There's no doubt about Apparently that. Apparently he may be joining us I at WrestleMania. He might be hanging out with us. Yeah, I think uh, he hit me up today. He said he's thinking about coming, and if he does come, 
Um, he's going to be staying. Don't he's, he's, he's bunking with me is what you're about to say. <laughs> well, he, he's going to be sleeping somewhere in my house. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, it's, I'm the only one not bringing a chick, so I get Migs instead. I'm sure. No, we have more than yeah, couch yeah. space. Don't worry. All right. All right. It'll probably it's, be you on the couch. But, but I'll live. <laughs> I've had worse. I've had worse. Um, dude, he's the best. We love Steve Miggs. Listen to the Miggs cast. It's, uh, he's, that's, that's ten and a half. Now, AJ, you have said that you will be, because you're the only one now, and you will be performing, uh, for our party. Yes, I will. Uh, coming up in two weeks. Uh-huh. Uh, if you have not let us know yet, uh, Chad Lamasa let me know that he's coming. Okay. Um, I need you to respond. I need you to let us yeah, know. Yeah, especially this week. Please let us know. Even if it's just 50-50, let us right, know. Just say, guys, th- trying to think I might, whatever it is. We, yeah. just, we just need to have a feel for what to expect. Uh, if there's a point where you have to you know, cut it off or whatever, just need to get a feel for what it is that we're getting into. So please message us, uh, jobbingoutshow at gmail.com, and let us know that you are considering or that you are planning to come or whatever. And that's the 28th of February, correct? That's correct. The, yeah, 28th. Tuesday night um, in two weeks. So it's not our 100th episode, but we'll be celebrating our 100th episode with you guys. So we'd love to have you in studio with us. And you will get AJ's performance of Like a Prayer by And Madonna. you will be part of it. You know, I would like to think that we could start like a chorus that night and that we could have a whole thing going on. All right. Uh, what else do we need to talk about? Oh, AJ, you saw something funny on Twitter today. Oh, yes, I did. I saw a hilarious caption of an... Equally hilarious photo. Uh, it's a picture. <laughs> there, there are so many layers to the picture. I mean, first of all, let's start this off. Fuck Donald Trump. But that's not what. <laughs> let's just leave that with that. But but after you get past that part. Um, it's a WWE Hall of Famer that you're speaking of. Let's yeah. Not he's that. not the first one. Are you in the WWE about. Hall of Fame? No. He's not the first one I said that about either. What? Did you say that about Hogan? No. Okay, the, right. the Freebirds in that damn. Uh, oh, all right. Fair enough. That damn <laughs> yeah, uh, right. stars and bars they got on. Uh, but um, what I need to you to know is that on Twitter, there is a picture going around of the entire McMahon family plus Triple H, which I guess he's part of the McMahon family. He's part of the McMahon McMahon family. Technically, she's part of the Levesque family, but that's neither here nor there. It's both. (laughs) And um, everyone in the Oval Office with Donald Trump holding up a picture. I don't know if this the picture was photoshopped in there, but is he really holding up the picture of Vince getting his head shaved by him? Every every picture I've seen was that, but I don't know if that was photoshopped or not. That might be photoshopped, but even if it's not, it's a picture of Donald, Sir Donald Cheeto, in the Oval Office with Linda McMahon, Vince McMahon, Triple H, Shane McMahon, a Stephanie McMahon, and the McMahon family children. Yes. Now, what the funniest thing about this picture is that someone made the caption, 46% of the people in this picture have been have been stunned by Stone Cold. It's amazing. Factual. God, Which is actually, if is. you do the math of the photo, is factually accurate. Yes. Because Linda, Triple H, Stephanie, Shane, Vince, and, and, Donald. Donald, and Donald have all taken... Every, every adult besides Shane's wife in that picture. <laughs> every single one of them has taken a stunner from Stone Cold Steve Austin. Now, granted, two of those were the worst stunners of all time. Fair enough. Yes. yes. But... Some of those were fantastic. Triple H has taken some of the best stutters ever. Shane. Shane has taken some of the best stutters ever. Uh, Vince, uh, he's taking some bad ones. He's taking some good ones. He, you know, yeah. He's, he's taking yeah. so many. That he's he's, taking, he's right. taking the most right. iconic you, stunner of all time, probably. Absolutely. Probably the biggest pop in the history of stunners. But uh, the picture itself is fantastic. You should go look it up. It's just hilarious when you really take into consideration that the President of the United States once... Took sold no, sold the second correct. worst stunner at the time. I believe it was the worst stunner. Probably, and then, and yeah. And then Linda, Linda later, him later. But 
sold the second worst stunner in the history of the business. These are factual statements. These are all <laughs> th- th- factual. This is all happening. This is in the Oval Office. Right. They're all there. Correct. Correct. There, there's She's another picture going around. leading the Small Business Administration. They, they were. And, and, the, and I would like to point and again, out. again, one of the more qualified. She is one the, of the more qualified cabinet members. If we're talking, especially with all the information that came out about Flynn and all those people. Yeah. But realistically, Linda McMahon is the most qualified person for her job that Trump has hired. Arguably, arguably, yeah. arguably, I think Mattis, a lot of people would say, is was more qualified. Yeah, but, you know, maybe, I mean, like, yeah. But, yeah. But still, the, but the, the, point, the qualifications the point of is, taking a small business to a billion-dollar corporation I, 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 to me. I, I, I watched her hearing, and there wasn't a single negative thing said about her. What can you say? <laughs> yeah. like, she literally took I mean, a, the, the, her and her husband right. took a small business to a multi-billion-dollar corporation that has gone public. Right. The, the, mean, the only thing you can say I, is, you know, the... Question, if there's any questionable business practices there, yeah, but that's about it. The only it. thing they could have said was that the 1099s, the independent contractors. Ma'am, you're, you, the worst part about the whole thing sounds good, but you sold the worst stunner ever. Like, well, that too. How, can, how that. can we put you in a, in a big yeah. position there, in our government? There, there's another picture going here. I guess they, uh, it was Vince, Linda, and uh, Trump took a picture. You know, they were holding something else on Photoshop. It's an executive order, stunners banned. <laughs> <laughs> you can't ban It's really stunner. good. That actually, that would make sense because then Stone Cold would come out and stun everybody. Because he doesn't follow the rules. That's true. That's a good point. He does not care what your executive order says. He's Stone Cold Steve Austin, damn it. All right, and uh, finally, we got a new member of the Hall of Fame. We alluded to it earlier in the show. Uh, holla, 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 holla. Teddy Long is going Very well deserved. There. Awesome. Yeah, I, I, like, I've seen some people say that. general manager. Like, I, again, I don't know what people think the qualifications are for being in the WWE Hall of Fame. Right. Like, he's a, a manager. Of the manager thing is the soul brothers so yeah. underrated. Like everyone thinks of him and they think of him as the GM. He was such a and for, he was a ref du- too. He was a ref. He was Rodney Mack. It's Black History Month, and he was the, I backed the man. And he was the first person to wear a do rag on national television for a wrestling product. I, I don't know that, but I believe you. Yeah, <laughs> that is. He goes in the Black History Hall of Fame for that. <laughs> <laughs> He's the first person to wear a do-rag on national TV. I mean, I, I'm good with it. I have no, I have no argument for you. Look, I, I was down with the Brown. I backed the Mac. You know what I mean? I've done the whole thing. I, I can't believe that somebody had a problem with Teddy Long being in the WWE Hall of Fame. I get that people are doing the thing that you could, like compare him to somebody else and say, how is Teddy Long in oh, the yeah, Hall so, of someone, Fame? Someone tweeted me. It's like, you have Angle, The Express, and then te- big drop-off Teddy Long. It's like, well, okay. Well, but it's the other thing that people do where they say, how is Teddy Long in the Hall of Fame when so-and-so I mean, Jacqueline was in last year. But this, I mean, again, let Coco Beware go in. You know what I mean? Like, for God's sakes, it's the... The Godfather went in, but not... not Right. Uh, not it's, anyone else. Of none of his other. It's du- it's the WWE Hall of Fame. Right. Settle down. Drew Carey's in it. Right. They clearly wanted to do something for Teddy Long because he's been a good. Uh, he uh, was in the wrestling, a major part of the wrestling business in some way or another on the, prominent TV from the eighties, from the late eighties, through yeah. the twenty tens. Yeah. Correct. Yes. I mean, guys, it's a no brainer. Yeah, settle down. Like, the man is, made. Tag team matches relevant. Well, six man tag matches. He certainly, <laughs> he certainly did a lot for that. Um, so yeah, I'm, that's nuts that people would have a problem with Teddy Long being in the Hall of Fame. All right, that it for us. Yep. Yep, we're done. Very good. Uh, AJ, I saw that you're doing something. Yes, I am. I have a uh, uh, Lyman Clinic coming up on uh, February 29th, I believe, or I believe it's the 29th, and I would be. <laughs> mistaken. It okay. Is, it is on February 26th. That makes is, more sense. That's a Sunday. <laughs> it's, a Sunday. Yeah. it's Sunday, February 26th. Um, February 29th isn't a day. 
What? That is also a fact. <laughs> not not in not not 2017. Not, not this one. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Nailed it. Nailed All it. around. Nailed it. So uh, February 26th, Sunday, I'm um, doing Lyman Clinic. We're doing 4th through 7th grade at 9 a.m. Uh, we're doing 8th and 9th grade at 10 a.m. We're doing 10th and up uh, at 11, and we're doing another session of 10th and up at 12. If you have any kid that plays O-line or D-line and wants to come and get some lineman work in, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be the one running the drills. Nobody else is going to be in charge of anything else but me. I'm going to have an assistant, but they're going to be just standing there holding You mean back. you don't just show up and, like, wave no. and then let the, you know, no, like the, no, the no. doughy white guy do I'm it? I'm letting your children get real professional athlete skills training. There's not another person this side of the Mississippi that is going to be able to do that for your for your child. Not that I know of. So if you would like to reach out, there are limited spaces available because I believe we can only have 10 to 12 kids um, in the, the, the field, the turfed area that we have um, per hour. So there's limit, limited spaces available. There's already people signing up now. So if you would like to come and have your kid come out and get some training done, once again, fourth grade through college, uh, if you would like to get the training in, just go to FrancisSportsAcademy.com um, where you can find our contact information. Uh, you can call my dad to register at 410-365-5143. Once again, that is 410-365-5143. I'm impressed that you know your dad's number because yeah. I, I could not tell you like my five, father's. It's yeah, like right. one of the five numbers I know um, that doesn't include my own. And... Um, you can also Which he says because he actually doesn't know his own number. Yeah, he has no idea. I do. Uh, it's, uh, you can also go to Instagram and find us at Francis underscore sports or Twitter Francis underscore sports. And you can find me at AJ Francis 410 on Twitter. Nailed it. Nailed it. Very cool. That's, a, and that's, that's an awesome that. thing. That's a really awesome thing to be able to bring it over. Uh, a guy that's, that's certainly made it um, locally the entire time uh, and have an opportunity to have your kids learn from him. That's a really cool thing. Uh, Aaron, uh, you are on Twitter. At the AOster. We are on Twitter. At Jobbing Out Show. The email address, of Jobbing course. Show at gmail.com. Please let us know if you're coming the 28th. If you're thinking about coming, just let us know where you're at. Um, oh, yeah, what do you have coming up at the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone? Um, I have a couple articles in the world. I don't know what order they're going to go in or exactly when, but uh, look for a Wrestle, uh, Wrestle Society X article, a Ring oh, of right, Honor yeah. article. I got I got the DVD of Wrestle Society X over the weekend. Cool. That finally arrived. That's cool. Oh, man, that. Thing was ridiculous. And, and it was the, really over the top. I mean, two people blew up in the first episode. I don't remember that, but I, it know, was like, a battle was... royal, and on one side, if you threw them over, they would land. I remember like Vampiro the, was involved. Vampiro and X Pac were both involved. Right. They were the two like stars. But I, I mean, if you look at the cast, like Seth Rollins, yeah, Jimmy Jacobs, Matt Cross, Jack Evans, Teddy Hart, like this was a wow. legit. Yeah. The, the yeah. roster was legit. You can make it, you know. You could claim that it's the XFL of wrestling, which it kind of was. It was a complete train wreck. Yeah. But it was an entertaining train wreck. Well, that's cool. So that's coming up at Rolling Stone? Yep. Very good. Uh, at Glenn Clark Radio for me, glennclarkradio.com. Thanks again to uh, Dwayne Gill, Gilberg. I really enjoyed that. And again, hashtag Gilberg WrestleMania. Uh, show him some love. He's one of our own here in Baltimore and Maryland. And uh, thanks also to Keith Lee from Evolve. Appreciate them joining us for Aaron Oster and for... The main event. AJ Francis of the Washington Redskins. I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. Jobbing Out.